listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Another episode of Podcasters of Shield, Cinema Geekly's Marvel Podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora here talking more Iron Fist Season 1 on the Netflix. And uh, I was just telling you, Aurora, before we started recording that uh, I'd watched these on Sunday. It's mm-hmm. Thursday evening as we record this. So my memory of these have not been as good uh, as as perhaps normal when we record these. And it's actually been hampered a little bit i didn't even think Mm -hmm. about this by the fact that they've also released uh the brand new season of mystery science theater 3000 oh yeah netflix and i'm like three movies into that as well (laughs) uh and that that has not helped because it's pretty much like if you enjoyed original mystery science theater 3000 it is really not that much different at all from Mm -hmm. it's very similar The the only thing that would stop you is if you maybe didn't like uh, like Jonah Ray as the main character, or Felicia Day, or Patton Oswalt. But I don't know how you could not like any of those. Yeah, people. who doesn't like Felicia Day? Felicia Day is the best. Yes, yeah, she is. She's awesome. <laughs> Patton Oswalt's great. I, I'm, I yeah. like. I like everybody. Uh, I think they've been. Uh, I think they've been super so far. So, uh, I've been introduced to the greatest directing name of all time, thanks to one of these <laughs> movies. The guy who directed. Uh, God, what was it? The. Uh, uh, it's like the the Time Travelers movie that they review. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the name of this guy off the I top of my head, yeah. but it, it's like Ib. His first name is Ib. Like <laughs> I-B? Yeah, like I-B. Uh, let me see if I can. Uh, his, his middle name is Jorgen. Oh, there it is. He's like, he's Danish or something, I think. Um... I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, his name is Ib Jorgen Melchior, Ooh. which is the greatest name of all time. My it sounds da- like a Lord of the Rings character. Yeah, my my daughter immediately <laughs> says she hopes that there's a Doctor Who villain named Ib Jorgen Melchior. <laughs> it totally sounds yes. like a it totally sounds like a sci-fi villain. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we we just laughed at that guy's name. Forever and like yeah. no offense to him, we found out he died in 2015 when okay. researching him on the internet. So, uh, you know, thoughts and good vibes to his family, of yeah. course. But yeah. it's the greatest name I've ever heard. It's in my an epic life. name, yeah. It's yeah, that should be a name plastered everywhere. Yeah, it's amazing. Anyway, we should talk about Iron Fist instead. Or I'm <laughs> completely diverting and talking about uh, Ib Melchior. When we should be talking about <laughs> episode seven, season one of Iron Fist, called "Felling Tree with Roots." So let's run through these episodes, Aurora. Mm-hmm. Uh, two hand operatives named Alexi and Vando arrive at uh, the penthouse to interrogate Harold Meacham. Danny arrives and engages them along with Harold, who kills both. 
Harold and Ward disfigure the corpses, and Ward dumps them in a river. Uh, Rand develops a romance with Colleen. He starts investigating his father's past. Madame Gao arrives at Rand Enterprises, advising Danny to stay out of the hand's way. She leaves with him, tailing her to an office where she discusses businesses with an employee loyal to her. After Madame Gao leaves, Danny confronts the employee, Sophia, and convinces her to leave the city and give him her password. Danny and Colleen persuade Yang to help them fight the hand. Joy convinces mm-hmm. Ward to go on a vacation. Uh, in a board meeting, Rand announces his decision to close the Staten Island plant while keeping the workers on payroll. Danny, Colleen, and Yang's operatives attacked a hand facility where a dying Radovan reveals that Madame Gao has departed for Anzu, which is where Danny's family was headed 15 years ago before the plane right. crashed. Uh, the board, however, in during all of this, ousts Danny, Ward, and Joy from Rand Enterprises, kick them out. Mm-hmm. Ward learns that his personal account has been depleted. He confronts Harold, who humiliates him, and Ward stabs Harold several times to his death and dumps yeah. the body in a van down by the river. He doesn't dump it in a van down by the river, but dumps it <laughs> in a river. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of felling tree with roots? Ooh, boy. It's a weird episode. Really it weird. was. I mean, if I could, if I had to choose one word to describe this episode, I would say cringe. Okay. Because that whole scene with uh, Danny and Colleen yeah. was, to me, at least, you know, my my personal opinion, I it was very uncomfortable for me to watch. Can you explain, what, oh, like, the dialogue? The dialogue, I don't know if you felt the same way, but the dialogue in that scene, I was, like, rolling my eyes mm-hmm. so much. I hated it. And I don't know if you feel the same way, but I feel like this whole Colleen and Danny relationship, I I didn't see, like, a normal progression, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, all yep. of a sudden, they're, like, into each other. And yeah. I didn't see, like, that relationship develop in that way. Yeah, I didn't. The... I, I wasn't... I wasn't keyed in to the dialogue being cheesy because look, I'm still. I have a I have a long memory, so I can mm-hmm. still I can still remember things like, uh, you know, oh Anakin, hold me like you did on Naboo <laughs> so long ago when there was nothing better. I still remember George Lucas's love love scene mm-hmm. dialogue. Mm-hmm. This didn't seem like that to me. However, everything else I agree with one hundred percent. They yeah. started making out. They started making yeah. love, and I was like. When did this happen? Yeah. Like, uh, just a couple of episodes ago, it felt like she was terrified of Danny. Right. And she didn't want to be left alone with him. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, and again, clearly that was not the intention. Clearly it was um, something else. It couldn't have been she was afraid to be on a date with this guy. I mean, I don't know, maybe things progressed quickly because they went out and they I mean, they kicked yeah. some they kicked some butt together. I guess. Uh, maybe things progressed, but I we didn't see any of no. that. We didn't. And it made me it made me wonder if maybe there were some scenes that didn't make it to the actual show that maybe, maybe showed this, but 
like you said, you know, before she was like, oh, this guy is just bothering me. Yeah. Um, and I, something that uh, wasn't mentioned in the summary was that in this episode, she she got a visitor, Bakuro, uh, mm-hmm. this guy that is a new character. I think, was, um, oh, I was going to say, was that in the second episode? But that may have been in this one. I have it on my notes in this one. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, and he he starts talking to her about Danny, and the way that she's talking about him is like, oh my god, she's like a high school girl in love. Mm-hmm. And I I just I don't know how that happened. When did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. That yeah. That seemed really strange to me. Yeah. Like it just didn't you know? And maybe <laughs> I don't know Aurora. Maybe in a few episodes should just realize that she's just sleeping with him because it's you know. They're not like in a relationship. She's just got this freeing feeling she gets when she's out there doing these things. I guess. And she's just, you know, just diving in, but it's not really a relationship. I don't know. I'm just looking for something to explain why this came out of nowhere because we weren't seeing it. I mean, we we were kind of seeing them sort of being friends a little bit, but at times she seemed really upset by him or... It was just weird. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's been a really I, I, weird progression. I wrote in my way. notes. Uh, the cool, I, let me see. I wrote in my notes. The Colleen that I was introduced to in the first couple of episodes will never fall for this guy. No. That's That That was my notes. I'm like, no. I mean, it's, possible, not... she, it's possible she could have, but we never saw it happen. Right. Uh, I mean, it's not impossible if they tell the right story, but I feel like they right. never really told that story. Yeah. To, that was weird. That's not the only weird thing in this episode. (laughs) Uh, The thing where Ward, Harold calls Ward in and Ward walks in and his dad is literally chopping up bodies on the floor of his apartment. Yeah. And the way he talks to Ward in those scenes and the way everything's... It's just really strange and weird Mm -hmm. feeling. Mm -hmm. And we always kind of get that Harold maybe... We've only really kind of been given hints that Harold feels like Danny is the son he wished he had. Yeah. And said he yeah. has Ward, but... Uh, boy, he just, in this episode, he just decided to be really outwardly about it. Yeah. He just Even treated Ward him. like shit. Yeah. 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 It was just, all of it was so weird. Mm-hmm. And then Ward kills him. Yep. <laughs> Which I don't know how to feel about that. Clearly, he's like gone in this. He's gone crazy. Yeah, he's, he's losing it. He yeah. sees blood everywhere. It's uh, strange. Yeah. I mean, so look, there is there was some good in this episode, which was when they got to the hand facility. And Radovan told him that Madame Gao was going to the city where Danny's family was originally headed. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's intriguing. Like, what, what's right. that going to lead to? So I was something that there was something there that was genuinely exciting for me that I was like, oh, that's interesting. Let's let's follow that and see where that goes, because everything else in this episode has been really strange and yeah. I haven't exactly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a lot more to add. I don't remember that much more about the episode. The things that really stick out to me are the things that I've mentioned, the, just the oddness. Do you have anything else to add? Well, I like to I like to uh, add the fact that at the beginning of the episode, when um, Harold is like 
you know, with the 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 hand. Oh yeah, and Alexei Danny Ivanov. walks in. Before that, they ask him, "Do you know you know who the Iron Fist is, or you know that Danny is the Iron Fist?" Oh my god! And yes. he says, "Iron Fist." That sounds like a sex story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Oh, I remember that now. My immediate thoughts were like, "I can't wait to talk to Aurora about this <laughs> on the podcast because we just had a whole episode." <laughs> Where, for some reason, I couldn't think of the term using his powers more. <laughs> so I substituted that for why wasn't he iron fisting more people? <laughs> and the very next episode for them to be like, sounds yeah. like a sex toy. I laughed so hard. <laughs> and then Danny walks in. He's just like, hey, yeah. guys. And it's like, oh, shit, the jig's up. That was, yeah. that was pretty funny. That was funny. But then from there, the show went off like a crazy cliff. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea... It was just so weird to me. I don't know. This was my least favorite episode I've seen mm-hmm. uh, so far. In fact, I would go so far as to say, so far, this is the least favorite episode I've seen of any of the Marvel shows, hands down. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Um, but I mean, look, that's a that's a very high bar to swoop under with this episode. Because mm-hmm. that bar is way, way up there, even for the bad episodes. Even the worst episodes of some of those other series weren't quite this low. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid to say that I I only gave this episode mm-hmm. two and one quarter. Yeah. I gave it a low score. I was, mm-hmm. it was just none of, none, so much of it was just odd and weird. Yeah. And the love, like the, the relationship stuff just yeah. didn't make any sense to me. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure I've watched the previous six episodes. Right. And then it just didn't click to me. It's like, why is this happening like this? And it doesn't feel like it's contributing anything to the story either. Like we could be, we, that could, that they could just say friends and she could be, you know, assisting him like she will do in the next episode without being romantically involved and it will be fine. Right. The only thing this adds to his character is that it's been brought up repeatedly that he is, uh, turning his back to all of the things he was taught. Like, the Iron Fist is to stay in Kunlun to protect Kunlun Mm -hmm. from the Fist, but he left. Why did he leave? He talked about how you take this this oath of of celibacy, which uh, he said that they all did, and he has now clearly turned his back on that. Right. So he does does have a character trait of turning his back on, on these things, but why is he doing? I'm sure that's like one of the big questions that need to be answered is why did he leave his post essentially mm-hmm. uh yep. in the first place so uh yeah not one of the better episodes yeah um, I, I also gave it a, a low score i gave it a two i saw it too yikes <laughs> yeah and it, it you know it's because of all the reasons we discussed but i also i again the word cringe comes to mind uh that scene after the morning after where she wakes up and he's like looking out the window and he's like, oh, I love, you know, the city so quiet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, no, what is this? I hate this. I hate everything about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was really weird. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, I have a question. I, I don't know. Um, I I don't possess. I mean, perhaps you don't either and you can't relate. I'm just wondering, I've never met anybody, I've only ever seen this in TV shows or movies, where people have the modesty, like a, like a naked woman, for example. Mm-hmm. Instead of just getting up out of bed in the apartment, in the bedroom, 
with like the man that she slept with the night before. Yeah. She's like, oh, time to be modest, and takes literally all of the bed sheets <laughs> with her to yeah. cover up. That I don't know anybody. All the timey movies. Yeah, I don't, does yeah. this ever happen in real life? Have you known anyone that's just like, oh I yeah, all the time when I get up in the morning, I cover myself with I, all of the yeah. bed sheets. I have no idea why people do that in the movies. <laughs> I mean, I think we know why because they can't do they can't do nudity, right? Here, but yeah, but still, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would have at least had her. I don't know. It just seems weird. It's like she's wearing this big flowing dress of bed sheets. <laughs> it just seems really strange. Like, oh, I need to, I need to show some modesty here in this room, this private room. Yeah. With a man who I just spent an intimate amount of time with. I don't know. That always seems yep. weird to me. Yep. Yep. Throw on some underwear. Throw on a tank top. You know. Yeah. Then I mean, they, people they get, were pe- just together. She's a beautiful woman. Just you know, be yourself. It's fine. Right. People. People get dressed. That's normal. People don't yeah. wear bed sheets. That's that's weird. Nobody does that. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about uh, episode eight of Iron okay. Fist: The Blessing of Many Fractures, which is not a blessing at all. No. Uh, Danny deduces that his father was going to Anzu to shut down Madame Gao's operations. So he thinks. Uh, I don't know if that was ever actually proven. I think he believes that's what he was doing. Uh, but was targeted by her on the plane. So we, what what is revealed is that Madame Gao is the one who is responsible for the mm-hmm. downing of the Rand's plane. Uh, Danny, Colleen, and Claire head to Anzu, uh, where they acquire information about uh, from a nearby beggar. They infiltrate a facility just as Madame Gao arrives. Danny engages uh, Zhu Chen, who uses an advanced drunken kung fu boxing style, which yeah. I gotta admit, I, I kind of enjoyed. Although yeah, I can that was imagine cool. that was cool. I kind of imagine there would be a lot of people going, what the hell is happening here? Mm-hmm. Uh, the former overpowers the latter and continues beating him until Temple and Colleen arrive to stop him. Madame Gao arrives uh, and her men engage the trio who overpower them. Danny deduces that Gao poisoned the pilots of the plane. He spares her life and apprehends her. Meanwhile, the board offers Ward and Joy $100 million each as severance. He attempts to accept it, but she refuses, later showing him photos of the board members that can be used to blackmail them, taken by a private investigator who is really good at her job, Aurora, when she's Mm -hmm. sober. (laughs) That got a woo out of me and a fist bump. (laughs) Uh, Ward decides to tell the truth about Harold and takes her to the penthouse, but guilty hallucinations and sights of blood make him change his mind. Uh, what did you think of the blessing of many factors? I, I feel like this was an improvement. Uh, oh. This is still not one of the best episodes or anything like that, but it was a definite improvement. Oh, I, it was 100% an improvement, and I'm going to tell you why, because Claire Temple was in it. <laughs> yes. Even though her reason for going was weird. Because she I, was, because she was at first, she was like, "Why would you do this? This seems like a bad idea." And then she's like, "Well, I'm gonna go." Yeah, I wrote in my notes, Claire Temple is going to China because she's getting a free trip. <laughs> <laughs> that might be why she went. That's the only reason. She's like, you know what? I'm just gonna tag going, along, get a free trip yeah. to China. We're gonna go to Anzu, and we're gonna yeah. do whatever it is you need to do. But before <laughs> we leave, we're gonna go to Hong Kong. We're gonna yes. go to Beijing. We're gonna do touristy things. I'm gonna see the sights. I'm gonna do a lot of shopping. Yeah, and she went on a private plane. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that's make, that's I, I'm sticking to that. She, that's think, the reason she went. I think you discovered <laughs> the real motive behind all of this. <laughs> that would be a totally clear thing to do as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I love how she talks to Danny. Mm-hmm. Because every time he talks, she's like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else does this to him. Right. Everybody else always takes it as face value, and she's just like, yeah. this is weird. What? Yeah, she's like, are you dumb? That's the dumbest plan I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then she's like, what's your plan? And he's like, well, I don't know. We'll think of a plan when we get there. Yeah. Which is not a good plan. No. He actually said, if you don't trust me, don't come. And I'm like, she just asked what the plan is. Yeah. Which is a reasonable question. <laughs> You're yeah. going to go after Madame Cow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, you know, she was awesome, though. She warned everybody by honking a horn really loudly. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what she was originally supposed to do. Um, I, oh, she was supposed to text them or something, right? Yeah, I think Send a so. But, yeah. but they showed the phone falling in between the seats. Right, right. And she didn't have time. <clears throat> she didn't have time, so she just, uh, yeah. she just honked the horn wildly, which attracted all sorts of attention. Yeah, and, and she flipped off. The guy. Came, came yeah. Because <laughs> it was Claire. Yes. Because she's awesome. Yes. Go to go to China, honk a horn, flip off yeah. the locals. Flip off some guy. Yeah, sure. That's like Why a not? thing to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, I mean, look, the... Uh, I guess I was pretty happy with the revelation that Madame Gao was responsible. And it's not really a surprise. Like, oh my god, Madame yeah. Gao was responsible for Danny Rand's parents' death. But... Like, from a story progression standpoint, that was a good thing that was revealed. I, I don't know if I was somehow expecting more from the trip to... They went all the way to they went all the way to China. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there wasn't a... I feel like maybe Danny could have deduced that Madame Gao was responsible for his parents' death without going all the way there. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that, that is possible. But, uh, look, th- this, was, this was saved by the, the really long, drawn-out, drunken boxing... Mm-hmm. Uh, versus kung fu or whatever it was, yeah. Uh, battle. I really like that the dude basically had like his booze like on a yo-yo, and he would use it as a weapon. Yeah, yeah. And then take drinks of it, and then Danny would smash one, and he'd have another one somewhere like on his person. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this happens, but yep. uh, he was great. Oh, I love. I I've seen that type of fighting twice. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you do. You know the. Um, there's a character in Mortal Kombat that is like a drunken fighter. I didn't know that, no. Um, his name is Borracho, which means uh, drunk in Spanish. Ah. Um, and when you use him, he looks drunk. And that's the first time I saw that. And then, you know that movie, uh, Jackie Chan movie, The Forbidden Kingdom? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also, uh, yeah. He also uses that style. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- those two times, I always loved that fighting style. So when I saw that this guy was a drunk, I was like, oh, my God, I think this is going to be drunken boxing. Yeah, it was so, yeah, it's just so fun to watch because it looks like he's woozy and can't stand, but he's dodging. Oh, In reality, he's, so... he's dodging all of the punches and yeah. he looks like he, it's just, it's just such a fun style to watch because it looks like they're ac- he's accidentally putting himself into these situations yeah. to kick people's asses, but he really, he's just, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, it's just, yeah, it's just super fun to watch. Uh, so yeah, that was cool. Um, Ward's going crazy. Yeah. Uh, what do we think of the uh, 
Uh, so there was, uh, in fact, there was actually more than one nod. Uh, we got the Jessica Jones nod in this episode, uh, which was cool. I'm even well, it was more than a nod. She practically said everything except her name. Uh, and in the previous episode, Danny reveals that he took the nuclear power plant story to Karen. Mm-hmm. So we got like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and I, I had forgotten that she was like, took on like the writing the post, journal, yeah, journalism. The journalism post. Uh, so yeah, they're really starting to like, we've, we've seen characters from other shows. We've had a bunch of name drops. Um, I'm pretty sure we've 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 heard uh, the Devil of Hell's Kitchen mentioned by name. I think so. Yeah, as the Devil of Hell's Kitchen. Uh, I think the only person not yet name dropped has been like Luke Cage. Although we've right. been, we got something from that too on the plane uh, to Anzu. Claire was reading a letter, which yeah. I think we are led to believe was for, Luke was sending her a letter from prison. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was I, it wasn't clear. Um, but yeah, I assume that it was Luke Cage. Cause yeah, Danny. Cause Danny's like, you know, you got anyone special? Mm-hmm. And I kind of actually like that whole scene. It felt like a very mm-hmm. real scene where like Claire, Claire, just, her character just makes everything feel it's real. Great. Yeah. Like she's just having this talk <clears throat> with Danny, and you know, she's like, I know there's something going on with you know you and Colleen or whatever, and she's like, I can see it all over your face, mm-hmm. and she's like, it just says Danny Rand got some, yeah. and he kind of sheepishly smiles. It felt like such a real thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, like people kind of talk like that in real life. Oh yeah, I, I, after that, I love the fact that you know that the the plane is having like a little bit of turbulence, mm-hmm. and uh, Danny's like freaking out, and she's like, "Oh, you know, what's the worst gonna happen? You know, like, are we gonna crash or something?" <laughs> I, I don't know what she said, but he's like, "My mom was ripped out of a plane." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> yeah, but then she like talks him down, like talks him out of the yeah, out yeah. of his anxiety over it, like clearly. He's got like PTSD from this or right. something, and right. like she talks him through it. Like I, I loved, I loved that whole scene. But yeah, he, he's asking her like, you know, you have somebody special, and she says something. I can't remember what it is, but it's something along the lines of like, you know, not not like readily available or something like that, mm-hmm. or not at the yeah, yeah. N- not at the moment because Luke Cage is he gave himself up. Um, yeah, so the only only person like not really mentioned so far has been like Punisher. Uh, right. So, yes. Yes. Although I don't know if Punisher is going to be in the Defenders. Although he should be. They mm-hmm. could use a guy like the Punisher, but uh, we shall see. Um, but yeah, overall though, uh, much better episode. Yeah. Um, it's not up there with with some of the better ones we've seen thus far, but uh, it was an excellent recovery from what we did have. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to see where the stuff with. Ward ends up like how yeah. this how this resolves itself. I mean, I feel like if we were seeing the the a villain's origin, kind of right. Yeah, but at the same time, he wanted to tell Joy about what happened, and it was right. it, it was you know it wasn't until he started hallucinating blood, mm-hmm. like dripping out of the elevators and stuff, like a horror movie, um, that he's like, I don't want to go. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm curious to see where it goes, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I feel like the the main villain of this this arc is Madame Gao, but 
I don't know. She's in custody at the moment, so I don't know. We'll see. Things are yeah. this put things at kind of in an interesting place, mm-hmm. I think. So we'll see. I don't know. Do you have Do you have more to add to this episode? Um, I thought that the the sword fight was cool too with Galeen. Oh, and the other and like the yeah. hand woman. Yeah, they had a really good fight actually. Yeah, yeah that now was that you cool. mention it. Yeah, um, maybe even better than the drunken boxing. It was just yeah. cool to see a, a really fast paced, cool sword fight. Yeah, and I, 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 if you know, I know it has nothing to do with the fight, but I, the thing I love the most about that scene is that after Colleen just, you know, finishes the ba- the battle, mm-hmm. uh, Claire comes and she's like, and Colleen is the one that's telling Claire, "Are you okay?" Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, are you are you? What happened? Are you hurt? Yeah. She's yeah. she's sitting there huffing and puffing, holding a katana. <laughs> Yeah, that was I, I like that scene. Yeah. Uh, so, what would you give the blessing of many fractures? Um, I like give it a, a solid three. It was a, a improvement from the last episode, um, but it, it didn't blow my mind. Yeah, I gave like a I gave this one like a full point upgrade from the last episode. I gave it three and one quarter. All right. Uh, good episode. A big improvement. I hope we never see anything. I mean, now that we've established that Colleen and Danny are in a relationship, mm-hmm. we can kind of just move on from there. No matter how weirdly it came together, we'll just see how it plays out mm-hmm. from here and see where things go. Boy, that was just a really jumbled episode. <laughs> um, so, all right. So uh, head on over to uh, cinemageekly.com uh, to check out the archives of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. and check out all of our other shows. There's a whole bunch of them going on right now. Uh, and you can keep up to date by heading over to the website. And this show, like all of the others, uh, this one's available on iTunes and Google Play Music. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. and hit subscribe. Okay, so we have episodes 9 and 10 to talk about next week, which may be sooner rather than later if we get back on a regular schedule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, depends on how things are. Uh, if, uh, if Aurora is not... Uh, encapsulated in work for an entire week uh we shall see uh so it may be sooner rather than later that we return talking season one episode nine of iron fist called the mistress of all agonies and uh, season one episode 10 called black tiger steals heart (laughs) 